ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Sorry to keep you waiting, I was lost in the world. I had to get my mind right and ready for the limelight. Hold me What is up? You are now tuned into another episode of The Elite. I'm your host, Mark G. I'm here again with my brother, Evan Tillery. What's good, G? Yo, yo, yo. What's good with you, everybody? Good to have you back, brother. Good to have you back. Yes, sir. Uh, man, you already know, Steph, uh, best time of the year, Super Bowl week. Bro. Of course. Of course. Week. That's, and that's what we're here to discuss today. All right. So, just cut and dry, bro. Who you... First of all, who you got winning the Super Bowl and why? I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. Yeah, I need that why, bro. Come on, spit it out. I need. That all right. Why. So why I got the Bucks? I think that the Bucks overall are the more balanced team. Right. I think that Kansas City's defense has been playing well, but can they sustain that against firepower like Tom Brady? I know they played earlier in the season. I forgot who won that game, but I know that type Ty, like Tyreek Hill went off and stuff like that. Yeah, he the went crazy. Won that game. It started to it started to be a like like you know the game started to get away. But then if you look in the second half, Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, that offense made adjustments, and with those adjustments, the game got a lot closer. And it was like, yo, this is crazy. We got a we got the game that we wanted to see. Right. And now I think you give Bruce Arians more time to break down that defense and Patrick Mahomes along with Tom Brady being here before. This ain't nothing new to him. I don't even think he gets right. Super Bowl jitters anymore. I doubt it very seriously. He's 43 years old. Nobody even thought that he was going to be in this position to be a 43-year-old starting quarterback in, in the, Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. In his 10th Super Bowl with that. Exactly. And I think if you look at the weapons that each of these offenses have, I think it's pretty pretty even. Like, you know, there's been a lot of talk with Tyreek Hill and Scotty Miller, who's faster. We all know that Tyreek Hill is faster, but Scotty Miller is no slouch with the speed. Like that, like, that boy can move. He can move. And I'm thinking, yo, like everybody wants to talk about what opposing defenses have to do with Tyreek. Well, if Scotty Miller gets behind you, ask uh, number 20 from Green Bay. He got burned every time uh, Scotty Miller touched that football. Uh, what's his name? Kevin King? Kevin yeah. King, yeah. He, he, became, Green Bay no more. he became a household name being the Scotty Miller Highlights. Scotty Miller's whole highlight film is nothing but Kevin King. You're speaking facts. Like, you're speaking so, so now you can pair up Scotty Miller and you have an Antonio Brown with a Mike Evans, with a Chris Godwin, with a Rob Gronkowski, with Leonard Fournette and Rollin Jones, who have been running the football very effectively lately, with a defense who can get, who can get a couple of stops. Like they struggled in the second half against uh green bay but that was mostly due to tom brady turning the ball over three times so yeah. I, I think that he won't turn the ball over as much as he will uh as he did against the packers against the uh chiefs. against the chiefs because one i think the packers defense is better than the chiefs i think tyron matthew is great but outside of that the rest of those corners are very come and go as they seem but they've been playing great overall i just don't think it's going to be able to sustain I see it being a high-scoring game. Uh, I think that, like most Tom Brady, like most Tom Brady uh, Super Bowls, it's gonna come down to a single play. There is no Adam Vinatieri, Steven Janikowski there this time, but I think that you know the kicker that they have there is is pretty pretty good. So I'm gonna go with a score of 38 to 41. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. It's gonna wow. come down to a field goal. 
That that is a very high scoring game. Yeah. You made valid points. You made valid points on the Bucks by half. But uh I'm gonna just I'm just here to tell you why you're wrong, brother. Okay. It's it's because of one man and that man is Patrick Mahomes. I don't care what Bruce Arians does. There's a level of impro- uh, improvisation that certain athletes have, specifically at the quarterback position. Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes is another one. Like when the play breaks down, you can't game plan for him left offhand, shovel passing forward, which is going to end up killing the Bucks at the end of the game. And just that's just my take. And then on top of that, if you look at the Bucks defense, yeah, they're a, they have solid players all around. They can cover. They made the, they made the great Aaron Rodgers uncomfortable in the pocket, all that good stuff. But what do the Chiefs like to do? They like to throw the ball. They are known for taking shots down the field. They are known for wearing you down with Travis Kelsey in the middle. And then on top of that, the Bucks defense is ranked, what, the 21st or 22nd passing defense this, yeah. this NFL season? Yeah. Against a team like the Chiefs, <clears throat> that – that's not that's not a good look. And then on the Tom Brady end of it, he, even though the team has looked solid and he has looked solid overall, there's been times where he has made costly mistakes, such as those three interceptions against Green Bay. And if if the Bucks defense wasn't so good, those three interceptions, you think Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have scored at least two uh, out of two out of three of those turnovers? Like so, and against the Chiefs. You cannot make those kind of mistakes. Um, and I think Kansas City's defense is showing up right when they're supposed to. They're delivering in the playoffs just like they did last year, which is going to be a problem for Brady because this defense is going to step up, is is on a whole nother level than when they played the first time. So I get final that. score, real quick, final score. Hmm. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to say it's 38 to 34, somewhere in there. Chiefs, hands down. All right, I get that. So who, so who do you think the X factor is for the Chiefs then? Travis Kelsey. Um, with the Chiefs missing two of their starting tackles, uh, Eric Fisher and their other tackles name is escaping me right now. Um, I got you. But they're missing their two star starting tackles. Both of them are pro bowlers. They're going to need Travis Kelsey's help to protect Mahomes especially if he plans to get the ball to either Tyreek Hill, McCall Harmon, or or even Clyde uh, Edwards-Hilaire out of the backfield. And on top of that, if they want to stay balanced and keep the Bucks on their heels, they're going to need to run the ball, clearly, even though they're pass happy. Travis Kelsey has to help in that department, too. He's also a safety net for Patrick Mahomes. So, in my opinion, Travis Kelsey has to show up. And on top of that, after what Tyreek Hill did to the Bucks that first game in the first quarter, Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles, and they they, they don't have a blanket on that man, at, to at least to start the game, I will say. And see, this is where I disagree. I think that Todd Bowles has always prided himself on his defense. I don't, I don't disagree there. Okay. Like, you know, he's one of the top defensive minds in the league today. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with, uh, what's my man, Dan Chula from, from San Francisco, I believe, who's now the head coach of the Jets. Uh, you know, along with guys like Bill Belichick, even though a lot of his players called out, even like all of, like those guys pride themselves on their defense. You may get them one time. You might. And, you know, like they'll tip their hat off to you, clap it up for you. 
it's not a good chance that you're going to get them twice. Now, I'm not saying that Tyreek Hill is going to have a bad game, but right. I'm just saying he's not going to have 205 in a quarter. No, I think that with that passing game, they're going to make all those other guys beat them. I think Tyreek Hill is getting doubled off rip. Off, he's getting okay. doubled. Travis Kelsey's getting doubled probably with a linebacker and another corner so that they can have the speed and power right there. Okay. I think I think that uh McCole Hardman and Sammy Watkins, they're gonna force those guys to make plays and to have to step up their role about being number like make those Patrick Mahomes number one and number two options. Because if I take away Tyreek Hill and I take away Travis Kelsey from you and you have to rely on Sammy Watkins and McCole Hardman, not saying that they're bad receivers, they're very good receivers, definitely, right. but they're not as dangerous as and Hill. So if I force those guys to step up and try to beat me, I think I'm in good shape. And if they beat me, cool. I can live, live with that. With it. Yeah. I can live with that. Okay. But on the other side, who you gonna who you gonna double? <laughs> who you gonna double from the Bucks? <laughs> you gonna double Mike Evans? You gonna double Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin been dropping passes. We might let they might let him stay in single coverage. I wouldn't do that. Like, I, I do agree with you. He, he has dropped passes, but I think that the way that Tom Brady leads is that he's going to motivate him. Like, listen, last year, y'all weren't even in the playoffs. Facts. Y'all weren't y'all even thinking about the playoffs. Team, minus me, Rob Gronkowski, and Leonard Fournette. Y'all had the same exact team, and y'all didn't even make the playoffs. All we did was change the quarterback. We changed the quarterback and added it, like, you know, another reason. Additions. Yeah. And, and look where we're at now. If you don't want to win this bad enough, then I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, maybe maybe you're not built for Super Bowls. Right. Something you also got to consider is the majority of Tampa Bay's team has never played in the Super Bowl before. Definitely. So there's going to be a level of pressure they're going to be feeling in compared to Kansas City, who's the current Super Bowl champion. So, yeah, so. and and I get that, but I think this goes either one or two ways. It's like, it's like when when you're a kid and uh and like you know like you're young enough to where it's like you know you have no fear, right? You see like you know the roller coaster that goes freaking three thousand feet up in the air. I don't think a roller coaster goes that high, but still, like <laughs> yeah, you see a roller coaster that goes three thousand feet in the air as a kid, and you ain't got no fear of it. Now you may have fear once it's all said and done and it's over, but in that moment at the at the start of it, there's no fear in your head. So what do you do? You get on it, and you just enjoy the ride all the way through. I think I think with these Tampa Bay young guys, that I don't see a lot of fear from them. Like I've never seen a defense not be fearful of Aaron Rodgers. Fair. Tampa Bay came in there and said, all right, Aaron, what you got? we know you're great. We know that you're like a Hall of Famer. Talent-wise, like, 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 screw accolades, just off of talent, you're probably top five talented quarterbacks ever. Not in the league, just ever, period. No questions asked. I agree. No questions asked. Like, like you don't have the, like, the individual accolades, like Super Bowls and all that, but just talent-wise, arms, like arm talent, you are top five Different. ever. Yeah. But we're still going to win this game. Okay. And we're going to do it with our defense. 
So I think that they can do that with Aaron Rodgers. I think that they can do that with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying and, and Patrick Mahomes is, you know, fifty million dollar man. He's one of the like people already considering him the gold and all of that, like the new GOAT. People chill out. Yeah, I don't think he's earned that that title yet. Now he's a lamb. He's a lamb. <laughs> he's a lamb. He's the young lamb. Like, you know, not saying lamb is bad, like, you know, you know, like he's, lamb he's is good. Come up, though. Lamb is good, but 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 there's only one true goat, and that is Tom Brady. That's a good segue into question only, I got. Yeah, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. You finish. I got. Oh it. yeah, no. I, I was like the only. I, I never bet against Tom Brady ever, unless he's going up against Eli Manning. That's the only reason. That's the only way I bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> if Patrick Mahomes was smart, if Patrick Mahomes was smart, he would have been hitting up Eli Manning. Like yo, son, I need tips. I need. I yes. need but I will say this. The only thing that does worry me about this is that Steve Spagnolia, who was the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, right. he played it, he coached against Brady twice in the Super Bowls with the Giants. That I did not know. Okay. So yeah, so he he was a defensive coordinator for the Giants when the Giants played Brady those two times now. But it's I'm, it's interesting. Now it he doesn't have that defense that he did in New York. Exactly. And this isn't the Brady that was with Belichick either. That is also true. But I think that I think that and uh I was watching I was watching uh I think it's called More Than an Athlete with Chad Ochocinco and Chad Ochocinco said this football doesn't change. The plays don't change, only like the names of it. The name of the plays change. So you know what a person likes to do in certain situations. Just because it's it's a it's Brady with a different team. He mm-hmm. still likes to do certain things. And I think uh-huh. Steve Magnolia is going to be able to exploit that in different ways. It just comes down to if the players he has are able to conduct the game plan that he comes up with. Fair enough. I mean, okay. No. Uh, we're just going to have to wait to see. Cause oh, yeah, Sunday. Sunday Sunday's, Sunday's a big game. Yes, sir. But the question I have for you, who has, between the two star quarterbacks, because now we're going to zone in on them, between the two star quarterbacks, who do you think has the most to gain and the most to lose, given the result of the Super Bowl? Oh, Patrick Mahomes has both. He has the most to, well, yeah. He has the most to gain and the most to lose. Tom Brady is already established and solidified as the GOAT. He's there. He is like, you know, no matter what happens, Brady's legacy is unaffected by any of this. He's still going to be the GOAT. Patrick Mahomes, you've played against Brady one time already in the postseason, and you lost. Yeah. And if you and and if you cannot beat Tom Brady in this Super Bowl, boy. You can't bounce back from that. It doesn't matter how many rings that Patrick Mahomes wins. Because Patrick Mahomes could go out and he could win, you know, seven, eight rings. But the fact that you lost to Tom Brady twice. In the postseason. In the postseason where you had a chance. Like, y'all went mano y mano. And you lost to him twice. And he re- and Tom Brady could say, I retire, I'm done. If he's done, you will never get another – you will never be the GOAT. Yeah, because you ain't going to have another shot at it. No, Ever. no. You'll always be second fiddle at best. 
but but they will never ever put you ahead of Tom Brady. So essentially, what you're saying is if uh, Mahomes loses this game to Brady, he's going to end up being like LeBron is right now, number two. Yes. On the yes, he was. He, he's going. He's going to be the LeBron James of football. He will. He will spend his whole career chasing the goat and never achieve okay. and never achieve it. I agree. We'll be top three, but we'll never be like number one of all time. Okay. That's great. Fair answer. Right, but uh, usually we don't agree on much, Evan, but I agree with you there. It's both ways. It's Pat Mahomes, bro. Yeah. You, win, you win this game, you not only signal to the NFL, hey, the changing of the guard is here. This is my league now. I mean, you kind of did that in your first season, throwing 50 touchdowns. I mean, but. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, if you take down the GOAT in your second straight Super Bowl, without a question, you're going to be challenging that man for the rest of your career as the GOAT. Exactly. You lose this. That's a good for you. That's, that's a dud. Like you and LeBron purgatory you. at number two. Like yeah. That's, that's point blank period. It'll be you, Joe Montana, John Elway. All of y'all will be fine for that number two spot. Exactly. You throw Breeze in there. You throw Breeze for number two yeah. in, in the number two spot. I love Drew Brees. He doesn't have enough accolades for it. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But you know what? That's a discussion for another day. I was about to get it, on a little tired. And I love Drew Brees, but yeah. I hope he come back next year. But. All right. All right. That being said, I had another question for you, guys, because there was something that me and Chad brought up last week. And Oh, here's a question for you. Since you're a Giants fan, I know this is a little bit off the Super Bowl topic, but I got to ask. All right. Would you give up Daniel Jones for Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. Okay. Make sure you work with I work with a Giants fan. Not work, but I'm cool with another Giants fan. He said he would keep Daniel Jones over Deshaun Watson. No. um, I ain't ain't texted that man back in four days. it It just all depends on what they want. I don't think that you can risk the future for Deshaun Watson. Um, but if they say, hey, give us Daniel Jones, give us your number 11 pick, and give us your first round pick next year, or actually give us your first round pick this year for the next two years, and give us two second rounds in the third round, you got to pull the trigger on that. You think they're just going to give us straight picks? No, they – they, they, the Giants Three first going, rounds, two seconds, and a third? They're not going to give up. They, that's they, six picks right there. That's six high-value picks. They, they are high-value picks, but they're not going to give up all those picks. They're going to throw some players at them. Uh, I forgot the analyst's name. Uh, was it Orlovsky? No. Uh, Jesus Christ. Hey, his name escaped me, but I saw it on ESPN probably two or three days ago. The Giants have been in Giants have been in talks uh, with the Texans. I, I believe it. But they were talking about throwing Saquon and Daniel Jones at. You at can't throw day. Saquon in there. You can't throw Saquon in there. Now, if you, want, if you want to throw somebody in there, I'll, I'll tell you who to throw in there. Throw in Evan Ingram. I was about to say, Evan Ingram is a prime candidate to go. Yeah, throwing throw throw Evan Ingram. Um, I think that when it comes to receivers or, like, players in general that needs to be involved in that trade, I would throw in Evan Ingram, Daniel Jones – and Golden Tate. No, nah, I say keep. I, I say keep Golden Tate. Deshaun got to have somebody to throw to. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. 
I mean, okay. I mean, you design it. Okay. Uh, I was playing Jerome Shepard. Like, Golden Tate did – this was, like, his first year with the Giants, and it, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but he was definitely, like – he complained, he bitched, he moaned, and because he wasn't getting the ball enough. And I'm like, well, no disrespect, but Daniel Jones is – He's Eli Manning 2.0. He's just more mobile. Fair enough. And if we know anything about, like, Eli is that Eli never really took the underneath routes or, or like, the, the dump-offs too often until later on in his career. When he was younger, Eli Manning was a gunslinger. Oh, he was everywhere. He was throwing it. And Golden Tate isn't the deep threat receiver like Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard are. Those are our deep threat receivers. So those are the guys who are going that I feel like you should keep. That way, you know, if Deshaun Watson, because we know Deshaun Watson likes to air it out, Darius Slayton, one, is younger. He's only in his second year. And if you can pair him up with a Deshaun Watson, I think that would be great. Love Daniel Jones. I think that, you know, Daniel Jones has proven enough already that (laughs) – he was the second best quarterback in that draft class when people thought, oh, Dwayne Haskins is this, Drew Locke, all those guys. They all trash. They all trash. Daniel Jones is – I'm not going to say that Daniel Jones is trash because his first year was great. He had a sophomore slump this year. Definitely yeah. people go through that. No yeah, I mean, he, people go through that. It, it is what it is. Saquon got hurt. That messed up a lot of the play that they were trying to do because – Didn't he, he get hurt too? Who? Daniel Jones. Like he he did get hurt. He missed about two games. He missed about yeah. two games. That's right. So, uh, so you know, he cut down on his fumbling and his INTs, which were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but still more INTs than what I would like. But from a second-year quarterback, 11 INTs, not really mad about that. Right. The fumbles went from 18 to 10, so he cut down on those as well. He protected the ball more, showed more of his mobility. I just need him to be – Exactly. He, sh- he showed improvement, which is what I was looking for for him in um, in year two. The only, like, you know, Saquon getting hurt put a huge damper into things. Now, Wayne Galliman came in, the running game looked really good for, like, the latter part of the season with Wayne Galliman because when he came back, it gave everybody a spark, and then that opened up the pass and play more for Daniel Jones. But that first half of the season, when everybody wasn't respecting the run game with Deion Lewis and Devontae Freeman in the backfield – they know, okay, well, y'all are going to be forced to pass it. So we're going to have, like, you know, five, six safeties, like, well, excuse my DBs in the backfield and pick which one. It also didn't help that Evan Ingram had the fourth most drops in the league this year. Mr. Butterfingers. Oh, man. Mr. Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram cost us. That's all that's you, you want to matter in New York. Evan Ingram cost us two games. The way I looked at it, he cost us two games. He cost us the first game against Philly okay. where Daniel Jones threw a dime. It was like a 35-yard pass. First down would have been game. He dropped it. We had to punt. Philly goes down there and scores. He cost us the first Cowboys game. Again, you know, about 15-yard pass. He catches it first down. We can run the clock out. Drops it. No. Go down there, punt. Uh, Dak Prescott brings him up. He gets hurt. The Andy Dawn comes in and delivers a dime to uh, it might have been Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, one of those guys down the sideline for a touchdown, and we lose. So, yeah, 
if they don't and if they don't trade for Deshaun Watson and we keep that 11th pick, don't be surprised if the if the Giants pick up Kyle Pitts from Florida. I think that would be a great pick for the Giants at the tight end position. You can move him to slot. He's big enough to play there. He has great hands, as we saw with playing with Kyle Trask. So I think that would be a great fit for for the Giants. Man, Why don't you put in an application for the New York GM job? Because you'd be better than Gettleman. Hey, look, man, they don't want me down there. I'm too young and black. <laughs> hey, look, it's facts. I put in an application for Baltimore job. They wasn't happy. Oh, uh, yeah, nah. No, wasn't happy. All right. One final question for you regarding the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, say Tom Brady wins this. No matter yeah. how, whether it be a blowout or they win last second touchdown or a comeback victory like Atlanta. Yeah. If he wins this, would you consider him the greatest team, the greatest professional team winner of all time? Like the greatest no. winner of all time? No? No, he's second. To who? Bill Russell. Okay. We're on the same page. Again, second. this is a rare episode. We agreed on two things. He's second. He's second. Um, when it comes to a team sport, Bill Russell, 11 championships with the Celtics. I don't think anybody's ever going to touch years. In 13 years, like team sports wise, I don't think anybody's ever going to touch that again in their lives, no matter how, no matter how long and no matter how, like, you know, determined they are. That's just something that won't be accomplished. And people can talk about the era or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, Will Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry West, George Mike. And he was playing against guys who are legends. I was about to say, he was playing against – the reason Wilt don't have championship is, is because, because of Bill, of Bill Russell. So. The reason why Oscar only got, only got, like, I believe one championship is because of Bill. Like, like people need to start putting more respect on Bill Russell's name. So, I think Bill Russell is the greatest team player of all time. So, yeah, I don't think that's ever getting touched. But Tom Brady will be second. Uh, Jordan is third. Why would, put, why would you put Jordan below Brady? I mean, um, I got a flip-flop. I got Jordan above Brady in terms of greatest winner of all time. But why you put – Because the only reason why is because, to me, basketball, it's easier to win a championship in basketball than it is football. I agree there, but that still doesn't Foot, – Football is so hard because it's one game. Oh, it's yeah. literally one game. <laughs> That's so, it. It's one game. Like, at least in basketball, you have a seven-game series to prove yourself. Right. But you don't think it – you don't think the fact that Jordan got there six times, won all six times, never lost in any of those series, never went to game seven. You don't think that carries a little bit of weight? It does carry weight. It does, it, it does carry weight. But if I had to look at it from – all right, so let's just think about if basketball was just like, you know, one and done. Okay. How would how would that change things? How would that look? Because uh, even though Jordan uh, he won all his series, all six series, they never went to seven games. He's lost a couple of game ones. Fair. So if things went one game, who knows how how things would go? Okay. So I look at it from that standpoint, uh, and also with football, basketball nine times out of ten, the best team always wins. The best team always wins in basketball. Brady, this will be his 10th time going. Nobody's been to 10. No player, excuse me. No player has been been to 10, exactly. But also, there's an argument that could be made 
that Brady has been the best, has had, like, him and his team has been the best team every time they went to the Super Bowl. And they only lost three. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to think of a time where they weren't the best team. Like, only time I can think of is 08, 08 against the Giants. That they weren't the better team? Yes. 08 against the Giants. The year they went sixteen and zero, yeah, like like oh no, I'm saying like 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 that they were always the better team than than their opponent. Like the only time that I can think that like you know that they didn't win when they were the better team was oh eight against the Giants. Oh okay, I get what you're saying. Now. Yeah, oh okay. twelve against the Giants. Yeah, and what was that? Seventeen against the um against the Eagles, seventeen eighteen, something like that. Yeah, something something like that. Something like that, seventeen eighteen, yeah, something like that against the Eagles. Those are those are the only times where I can think that all right. Like, you know, they're the better team and the better team did not win. Outside that, football the best team, like the best team doesn't always win, but it, in basketball it always does, which is which is crazy. Um going back to that uh example that you used, if basketball was the only one it was one and done, essentially like college basketball, like the uh, March Madness. If professional basketball was that way. Yeah. I still yeah. I still think Jordan yeah. no he lost a lot of game one. I think because it was a series, he approached the players approach it differently. Yes, yeah, they would approach it differently if it was a one one and done, like in college. Yeah, definitely. I feel I still think Jordan would have went six and no. My opinion, even if pro basketball was one one and done for the championship. And I would still have him number two as the greatest winner of all time. If if was a fifth, we would all be drunk. Oh, that's the damn show. That's the damn show. Oh man. Well, sorry to cut it short, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, this that's it for the Super Bowl special. Uh, we grown. We got shit. We got to handle. So, man, look, I got people at the crib right now. Man, I'm trying to. I started to hear them in the background. Yeah, you. man. Yeah, man. My people loud, man. <laughs> yeah, you good, but look, I I trade you. I got two kids here. You can sit here and watch. Let them talk to you all day. I, I got a niece. Oh. I got two nephews. I'm good. Oh. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Real quick, Evan, tell them where the people tell the people where they can find you at. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Evan E V I N Tillery T I L L E R Y. YouTube, in my opinion, uh, YouTube channel on Twitter uh, at Tillery Evan. And yeah, that's it, man. Hit me up. Follow me. Uh, you can follow me. On Instagram and Twitter at Brother Mar. You can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram at The Elite Pod. On Facebook at The Elite Sports Podcast. I'm trying to get the YouTube. Something's going on with the YouTube. So our videos I haven't been uploading, but I'll have clips out on our Instagram page soon. Uh, until after the Super Bowl, this is it. Peace out. See y'all later, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sorry to keep you waiting.